0: Hey, I'm Jess. Hey, I'm Heidi. And this is a Better Beauty Business Podcast, where we give you weekly
1: tips on how to start your beauty business.
0: Well, happy day. Happy days Happy day. here again. Oh, they are. It's like 900 <laughs> degrees outside. Oh yeah, it's really uh, warm outside. I didn't even—it's uh, ninety-one. Oh, only mm-hmm. we went from like 40. forty to seventy to ninety within like a seven-day period. Oh yeah, it was so fast.
1: But it was actually it was actually seventy degrees, and then it was forty degrees. Oh yeah, it went the other way, and then it was ninety degrees.
0: <gasps> oh, we gotta love what living in Wyoming. Yeah, huh? it's nutty. Yeah. Oh, so today, what are we talking about? We're talking to talk
1: about how you keep the clients you love. Last time we talked about getting them. This time we're going to talk about keeping them. Yeah. And honestly, um, it isn't a super really hard thing to do, but it does what? depend upon you. I know you, you have to put forth the effort to keep them. Um, and there's, you know, lots of things. That, <clears throat> excuse me. There's lots of things that you can do for that. But um, really, one of the things is like one of the main things is making the salon or ke- and keeping the salon a, an environment that they like being in, yep, and that they that they find um,
0: comforting and yeah cozy positive and-,
1: and you know familiar and whatever. Yep.
0: People come in Dars all the time and they're like, it's just so comfortable in here. Yeah, they're like, it's so peaceful, which I think is funny because I repair out of people's vaginas, but um, you True. know, but they're like, it's just so you know, calming in here, which is mm-hmm. wonderful. That's what I want people to feel before they go have hair ripped out of their body. Right.
1: And it's not super loud and no.
0: there's no, there's not
1: people running around everywhere. You and know, when
0: everything's pretty split up, like our waiting area, and then it's a pretty good distance before Heidi's stuff. And mm-hmm. then I'm back in a closed room. So mm-hmm. things are pretty split up, which is nice. And,
1: yeah. and I do always have music playing, but it's not like
0: blasting. Right. Right. And I always have music playing just for background because you can, I can't hear Heidi, but like mine echoes out. Yeah, I can hear her. Which is so it's weird. weird. Yeah, it's weird. Um, But it is very calming. And so people actually like coming in because it's, you know, we both like, it's very clean, but mm. it's not sterile. Right. It's, it's, um,
1: it's like when you go into somebody's home and it looks like no one's ever lived there mm. versus going into somebody's home And they really live in their house. Right.
0: But they don't have children.
1: (laughs) That's true. We don't have stuff all over with kids. You know. But like honestly, it's just, it's a good atmosphere. um, And we, you know, we try to make it a very, because you have men and women who come in. And I know some men get nervous. And so I... Um, sometimes if they come in and I look up and they look away right away, I don't say hi. Like you just have to judge.
0: Right. And you just say, have a seat. She'll be right with you. like I don't like, say anything
1: because sometimes they confuse me as your secretary. Well,
0: there's that. But like even our chairs and couches, like we have a leather couch. It's mm-hmm. brown. The chairs are like a really nice blue. Our walls are green. So it's a really calming effect in here. Mm-hmm. And it's just not too girly. Yeah, no, so, I mean,
1: it's feminine. It's like a feminine spa thing, but it's not like pink glitter stuff everywhere. Right, like it's we not really- prin- It's not princessy.
0: Right, that's the word. Yeah. Yeah, so really, you know, making the environment inviting mm-hmm. is going to c- keep clients because I know people who love their stylist, but they hated going to the salon they were at.
1: Yeah, well, and that's where I, I had, I lost a few clients at the last salon I was at because they didn't like- um, the atmosphere in there. And it wasn't even like the building. It was the other people that worked in. Like, there, there was like one person in particular in that salon. And my clients did not like that person. And well, so I had people who would quit, like, quit coming to me. And they're like, when you don't work in this salon anymore, you can get a hold of me, but I can't be in here.
0: Well, and a lot of times, though, you know, they come in here and they're like, you don't have anyone who does hair no. because it is so quiet. Yeah. They like loud. that. Hair, doing hair is loud. Yep. And so you really have to, and I'm not saying, you know, good or bad on any of it for us, it's worked out really well. But if you have a salon, like, you know, that's going to be that environment. And it's still going to be,
1: if you have a full service salon, you just, you just need to understand, you know, there are still things that you can do that make your comfortable, your clients very comfortable. Right. And. And, and make it really welcoming. So, you know, because the salon that I go to now, I really like. Yep. And it's kind of cool because they're in cubicles, kind of. Yeah. And so um, you aren't really listening to other people's conversations around you because right. you can't really see anyone. You're only, you're in your little space.
0: Right. And I've been to salons that have like... A hallway and then each door shuts. Right, a private room. Yeah, like little studios. Mm -hmm. And those are, I think those are awesome. And really, like we talked about, like finding your ideal client. A Mm -hmm. lot of this is going to come in to play with that Mm -hmm. on how to keep your clients. Because Mm -hmm. if your environment is something they love coming into, even if the service is, I mean, something they want done like waxing, but they don't love. They're going to come back because I have clients who are like, it's just like coming home. Mm -hmm. They're like, it's so inviting and comfortable here. And they're like, and you make it really relaxing that this service, like that outweighs Mm -hmm. the pain of the service. Mm -hmm. So understanding that you can do a lot of things with just your environment Mm -hmm. to make it so your clients are comfortable um, is going to play a huge part in yeah. keeping your clients.
1: Well, and if you think about it, if you don't like staying in a place that makes you uncomfortable. So, if you, you know, if it's uncomfortable, then, you know, you need to try to make it more comfortable.
0: Well, and you know, years ago and I know some states are just different. Yeah. Um, years ago, I had a waxer who was amazing waxer, but because it was just her and she had a little store and stuff, you had to wait outside on this busy street until your appointment and it was in LA, so there wasn't a lot of parking. She didn't have her own parking lot, like you had to do some street parking and right. then walk and then stand out on the street and wait for her to come get you. And then she wouldn't really speak to you, so you'd kinda of walk through and she now didn't always have the lights all the way on. So it wasn't like you were it was you were invited to shop, mm-hmm. even though she had product, which was interesting. But then you would go back to this back room, you'd lay on this sterile paper, she would wax you, really still wouldn't talk to you. So it was such a sterile Uninviting, um, like just driving up and having to walk and having to wait outside. Well, how uncomfortable. It was just very uncomfortable. She was an amazing waxer. Like, you know, the very first experience I had and I went to her a couple times, but then I hated waiting outside and kind of feeling like I was like just this weird stalker standing outside of her store without lights on.
1: It would be weird for me to not to have someone not talking to me the whole yeah. time. Like and, that would be weird.
0: Yeah, and it was just interesting, you know, but to not even feel like you were invited to shop. Yes. Yeah, was right. weird. She's like, "Here's your bill. Out. Go." You know, and mm-hmm. you're kind of like, "Okay. Sorry I inconvenienced you." Yeah. And um so a lot of that has a lot to do with keeping clients because though she was amazing, the whole process of getting there and going in there was so uncomfortable mm-hmm. that I wanted no part in it anymore.
1: Right so and that's a very true that's a very true thing there's you know comfort is a big deal
0: like parking it makes you know all the difference in the world if your clients can park somewhere close to you yep and they can come in and have a nice waiting area
1: yeah so another thing that um helps you keep your clients is um that you hold yourself accountable to a higher standard Yes. That, so, that, like, so what I mean by that really is that, so people say, well, I own my own business so I can do whatever I want. That's not an actual true statement.
0: So what they're saying is I can come to work in like my grungies that I just mowed the yard in, show well, up can, 20 minutes late. You
1: can do all of those cancel things. Cancel on
0: my clients, <laughs> yeah. you know, have dirt under my fingernails, look like I haven't showered in a week. Like, or take vacation whenever. Yeah, just be like, you know what? Never mind. I'm canceling all week because I'm going here. Yeah. so And doing it consistently because sometimes it does happen. Yeah. Sometimes you get an amazing opportunity to go somewhere and you do do that.
1: Right. The, but- thing, the thing is, though, you know, like that's not um, going to make you any money. People aren't, you're not going to make money if that's how you treat things. You need to be, you need to hold yourself accountable to your clients. And, you know, and that means like um, being there on time or a little bit earlier, making sure your appointments are running on time and smoothly, Um, you know, making sure that they're comfortable if they need something. Um,
0: Little things like having tea and coffee in your waiting room. Yeah, or huge. even
1: just like I have clients, and I'll have a client who'll be like coughing or something right. a lot. I'm like, can I get you a glass of water? Yeah, because the the I you know like snail dust. A lot of times it's the nail dust, and they just start coughing, and then right. they get a dry spot, and they can't help it. So a lot of it, but you you cannot just say. I, I own my own business so I can do whatever I want. Not really. Not if you want to make money. Well You do. Your clients are going, you know, you're accountable to your clients.
0: And they are going to dictate some of how you thought you might run your business. Yeah. It's kind of like parenting when you're like, oh, when I have kids, yeah, I'm this really is gonna how do I'm going to do it. And then you're like, oh, wait, Never the whole mind. world is different. It's the same idea. Like you can go in and knowing what you want your ideal client and what your salon's going to do and how it's going to run. But once you actually get into the thick of it, you might be like, yeah, that doesn't Work, that doesn't work, that doesn't Mm -hmm. work. I need to do this, 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 and this. Mm -hmm. So it's pivoting on a moment too.
1: Well, yeah, because I remember always saying, like, I wouldn't, I'll never work late. Like, I don't, I don't want to work late. Right. But then I got to this point where I had no clients in the morning and I had afternoon clients and I had. Clients constantly, you know, wanting me to come in and work after five at least one day a week. Right. And so I was finally like, okay, well, in order to make money, right, I'm gonna have to do this. Do I do it every day? Absolutely not.
0: No. And I, when I first started, I did six days a week. Cause I did Saturdays, but for like three hours. I had more cancellations and no shows because everyone was like, you have to work Saturdays because you're a salon. Yeah. And but I was having more cancellations and no shows. After a year, I was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. No more of this. But, you know, I have talked to other new stylists and I was talking to one a couple months ago. We were just kind of going over a schedule and she had it like nine to nine to five, Monday Mm -hmm. through Friday. And I go, why do you have this schedule? I go, you're empty all of these mornings. And she's like, yeah. And then I work late here and here because this is what I need. And I was like, adjust your schedule then. Mm -hmm. Work noon to seven if that's when your clients are coming in.
1: Well, I remember when Jess first started. And we like when we first started working together in the salon, um, she had done it part time before. And right. then this was like, she was like, I'm, this, I'm just going to do try and do this. Right. And so when she started doing it, like she would she would go in like on a Sunday for an hour.
0: Yeah. Or, well, I was taking what they tell you. Take everybody whenever. Yeah. But that's the thing too is then you get the clients who assume that you'll always come in for them.
1: Yeah, and so I told her one day, I was like, what are you, because she looked, I can't even tell you, she was so freaking tired. My
0: daughter was like 18 months old at the time too and was colicky and we had not found out yet. But this is kind of when a lot of it started. Is she had severe sleep apnea. Yeah. So th- it was a really fun time at home too, yeah. sleeping. Yeah, it was. And Not was sleeping. Just, like,
1: she was so tired and she was working like these weird sporadic hours. And I was just all over the it place. It was craziness. And I just, I pulled her aside and was like, look, I, I don't want to be mean or anything, but you look terrible. Right. And I said, but you need to... A set schedule. You yeah. cannot just be answering the phone and saying, oh, yeah, I'll meet you there in 10 minutes.
0: Right. Like, absolutely not. Well, and it by setting those boundaries, mm-hmm. I got my ideal client. And yep. clients respect my hours. Mm-hmm. I have had people call, and they're like, well, I can't believe you don't work on a Saturday. Well, you're not my ideal client then because I don't work Saturdays. Yep. And I work plenty of times during the week, you know, my appointments are really short so I can work during the day for the most part. Mm-hmm. I do have two late nights a week. I work till 6, 6.15 and that's plenty for my clients. A lot of them get off at four. right? So I get quite a bit in there. Um, but, you know, really finding that balance of what actually needs to happen mm-hmm. and what you wanna do. Well, and, and just
1: making sure like that your clients know they can't just call you and, and you'll jump. Like that's, they do, that is teaching them boundaries and respect.
0: You know, and I do have a couple clients because I have clients who travel from all over the state and I do have clients who are like, you know, they'll try to get in during the week. Like I have one who's coming through on Friday. She has been coming to me for 16 years. She moved, um, about five years ago, she comes through. She's always amazing. Whatever I can do for her. She's awesome. Nice person. Tips. Great. But um like she texted me, she's like, Hey, can I get in on Friday? I'm coming through town. And I was like, I literally don't have anything. And I was like, When are you coming back through town? Because she also travels all over the state to work. Mm-hmm. And she's like, actually, I'm going to my grandfather's service. I'll be back through only on Sunday. And I was like, you know what? Just let me know. I will just, you know, if I'm around. And I always let him know. I'm not, I don't guarantee it. I'm like, if I'm around, I will be like meet you here. Like if I'm already on this side of town, whatever. But she is someone who is, even after moving two hours away, Mm -hmm. makes a point to come in here. Yeah. So every now and then she, and she always tries to get in during the week. So, you know, once a year when I have to come in on a Saturday or Sunday to help her out, I'm totally fine with it. But I don't offer that to everybody. I offer that to my out of town clients who literally travel two to four hours and they happen to be in town and they're like, is there any way? And those people are never upset when I say no. Yeah. Ever. If I'm like, hey, I can't do it. They're like, okay,
1: cool. Well, and that's just how it is. like that. But
0: you know, those are my ideal clients because they still respect my time and boundaries. But I said it never hurts to ask. Right. Because if I'm here doing something, which does happen on weekends, mm, yeah. pop in. You know, text yeah. me. If I'm like, yeah, I'm already here. Come in. Yeah. Because they know that it's not going to be a regular thing.
1: Right. Right, so um, yeah, I think knowing that it's up to you to keep your clients, yep. and and honestly, like I don't do tens and tens. I don't bend over backwards a ton Mm-mm. for my clients. I I do th- some things, but really, just running my business efficiently yep. helps keep my clients coming in. Yep. Making sure I'm not out of product um so that they can't ever have what they want. Right. Um I do like go to classes and try to learn new things so that there's always something new because they like they like the new stuff just as much as I do. I and mean, like right. they, they're interested they may not wear it, but they're like, wow, that looks really cool. Right. And so, you know, and then they know that I'm I'm learning more to bring them more value. Right. And um so, you know, taking those kinds of classes, taking the time to learn a little bit, um just doing, you know, the things that, things that you l- kind of like doing, yeah. but that will also benefit your client. Like right. I love just taking the classes, right? but but it keeps your passion alive. Exactly. For it. But it also, but it also then renews something because the more passion I have, I come back from a class and I'm like, oh my God, I learned this new thing. This is the most amazing thing. I want to try it on you.
0: And my clients are like, Okay. See and you know, and I don't get a lot of that because no. really there's not a lot of what are they, yeah. different things with waxing. You can do vegazzling. V- yeah, well, I won't be doing that. <laughs> um but I get to spend, you know, just an amount a large amount of time and luckily I have a pretty good memory apparently when it comes to people. Mm-hmm. Not where I put my keys. Right. But um, you know, and I can have these great fifteen minute conversations and build deep connections with people to such a huge um, point that people do love coming. Mm-hmm. I have clients that I've seen four times and they're already like, you know, because of what we talked about last time, I went ahead and did this and this. And after two or three times, I'm already like their go-to Yeah. for just like, hey, I really wanted to tell you I did this. I was super excited after our conversation. And, you. you know, so I get to build that kind. Mm-hmm. And that for me has always been a big goal of mine is because I am... And it's such a vulnerable spot for you yeah. that I get to build those deep connections right away. And that's how I keep my clients.
1: Well, and you know, and I build deeper. I really build deep connections with my clients. What's cool about it is that um, if you're generally interested in their lives and you yep. genuinely care, um, they feel that and they know that. Yep. Um, mine Like I get, I make deep connections, but usually I see my clients every two weeks. So, you know, if they make a change, they're not like, oh my God, I, you know, like spend like eight weeks and I haven't been able to see you. And, you know, most of my clients, you know, I can remember, you know, two weeks ago what we talked about and I'm like, well, did you do that? How right. did you, you, know, did you figure that out? And they're like, oh yeah. So because I see people more often and I see them for an entire hour, right. my connections are different right. and it can sometimes take longer. But then there are some times where I'm like, um, I just met you and I don't want to hear about this. Right. <laughs> like it's none of my business lady.
0: But you know, you get to decide that. And yeah. the type of client you decide to have come in, you know, will also know that i mean you'll feel that and you will build those connections if that's what you want to do if you want to run the super sterile salon that's fine too you will get those people who really don't want to have a conversation want to come and get their stuff done and leave that is fine too If, but you just have to make that decision you can't be wishy-washy on both ends because right. you'll actually be like super sterile but then you want it to be super comfortable like you're both sides aren't going to be comfortable.
1: Yeah. And, and in order, you know, like, and so, you know, the important thing about keeping your clientele is, you know, making sure that they know that you appreciate them as clients and that, um, and as long as you're respecting them, they're respecting you. Right. And, and, as, and you also though need to understand that if you respect yourself, right. they will respect you. Absolutely. If you treat yourself poorly, then they're not going to treat you better than you treat yourself. You
0: teach people how to treat you. Yeah, that's exactly. In every relationship in your life. In anything. Yeah, Yeah. everything. So you guys remember to jump into the Facebook group. I mean, this episode's just a little shorter than normal because I think the last one we covered so much. Mm -hmm. But jump in the Facebook group, Confessions from a Beauty Business. You know, get on there. Um, ask questions we've been going deeper into all of these trainings yeah we have the live trainings yep. every Wednesday at
1: 10 a.m mountain standard time yep. and um, you'll see both Jess and I teaching um, we trade off now yeah so you'll get to see both of us um, individually teach and
0: we actually found that works great because yep. then there's one of us in the comments to answer stuff for you as yep. we go it worked great today yeah but yep. then when you're, you know, even if you watch it on a replay, ask, like, ask the questions. Mm-hmm. We are happy to answer. Yep. So, yeah, jump in the Facebook group because that is where you'll find out, like, all the newest stuff. Mm-hmm. The, and that is the first, like, we tell you guys this stuff, but generally this is one or two weeks past when we do the Facebook group stuff. Yeah. So, um, jump in there to find out all the first stuff. Yeah. Like just, you know,
1: jump in, engage a little bit. Let ask us, the questions. Yes. Yeah, ask questions. Let us get to know you. Get yep. to know us a little bit more. And you know, we'd love to um well, we'd love to help you out, yep. honestly. Absolutely.
0: So. Whatever you need. Because what we think you need to start a business might not be what you need. Yeah. So hop in the group and ask the question.
1: Yep. Exactly. So thanks for joining us today. <laughs> Oop. Bless Jessica. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for
0: joining we'll us today. We'll see you guys and we'll talk to you next week. I guess we won't see you. Well, hopefully we'll see you. Yeah, but yeah. We'll, we'll we we'll will talk, talk to you, to you later.